Hello, everyone, and welcome to another great episode of the Joy of Financial Planning podcast. The topics of this podcast are a complement to the book, Joy of Financial Planning, available in stores including Barnes & Noble and Amazon.com. Joy of Financial Planning is about the belief that we can overcome the unique economic and life challenges we face as a generation by first getting our financial house in order. In fact, we have no other choice. Now more than ever, we must grow our wealth, follow our passions, live with compassion, and find a way to achieve a personalized version of the American dream. Just as it has been in prior generations, the ideal of the American dream is being challenged, not just because of the novel coronavirus pandemic, but because of the callous murder of a fellow black man, George Floyd, that we all got to see. The example of his abuse, and that of many others, cuts through the core of the American dreams I have believed in all of my life. I have a persistent belief that all are created equal, worthy of respect, deserving of opportunity, and the ideals of the American dream live inside all of us. I thank you for supporting dreams, your dreams, by listening to this podcast. The purpose of this content is to educate listeners and for them to inform others. This episode is part of a series of recorded Zoominars from my Jason Howell Company YouTube channel. That's where you'll find the video versions. In my business life, my wealth management firm collaborates with many experts. Together, we transform regular investors into patriarchs and matriarchs of their families and their communities. This episode features some of that expertise. Please send your feedback to jason at jasonhowell.com and give this episode a rating, especially on Apple Podcasts, if that's the kind of thing you do. For more about my unique brand of family wealth management, just go to jasonhowell.com. And now, navigating the senior living landscape with Gail Morgan of The Mather from Tyson's Corner, Virginia. Everyone and welcome to another episode in our Jason Howell Company Zoominar Speaker Series. My name is Jason Howell, and today I'm extremely excited because we have a great topic: navigating the senior living landscape. I'm also excited because we have Miss Gail Morgan, Senior Vice President of the Mather, which has an office right here in Tyson's. But before we get to our formal presentation, let's meet Gail Morgan. Gail, you're not in Tyson's, are you? I am not. Today I am in Arizona. Um, enjoying our soon-to-be 115-degree heat. 115 degrees. Now, I thought we had it bad at 90 for 20 straight days, but somehow you deal with 115. 115. We, I think this is actually our 27th day over 110. So we are, uh, we are fermenting before everyone dies. Okay. Wow. Um, all right. We are no longer hot. And I heard you have some humidity that you don't typically have. Yeah, sadly, we are at 14% humidity, okay. and uh, typically we're in the single digits, so um, it's officially monsoon season here. Well, congratulations. You definitely win the weather challenge uh, this week, and, uh, and thank you for being here. You're obviously inside, which is a very good thing for the show. Um, how has your day been so far? I guess you're, you're just about noon right now. 
Uh, it is just about noon, and um, it started with a three-mile hike to the mountains at 4.30 this morning because it was still 95 degrees at 4.30 this morning. Of course. Um, so it's very wonderful to see everyone back in Tyson's while being indoors and doing the hum uh, air conditioning. Okay. Well, welcome inside. We will have a lovely inside presentation for you. It's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, I know a lot of people have already been dinging in to come see you. There'll be people watching on Facebook as well. Uh, for all of our, uh, our watchers, our callers, uh, just know we want to hear from you. So if you've got a question for Gail, feel free to go to the chat, put it in there, and uh, I will find that question, fish it out, and ask Gail, even though, of course, we've got some questions for you. Uh, none of you are on mute, and so um, know that. And uh, pretty soon here, we'll be switching to our main screen and, and get our formal presentation going. I'll always sort of be looking at the computer to see if I need to send uh, or bring someone in from the waiting room. But aside from that, we should have a pretty good presentation. Okay, let's go ahead and get started. With that, I'm going to share my screen. And if you came to Navigating the Senior Living Landscape, you came to the right program. We've got Gail Morgan, Senior Vice President with the Mather here today. Um, and I think it's gonna be a great show. But first of all, let's have a word from our sponsor. Jason Howell Company is a family wealth management firm based here in the Tysons, Virginia area. And we transform investors into the patriarchs and the matriarchs they need to be for their families and our community. Now we're also transforming our form, our firm a little bit this year here in the fall. Um, coming this fall, we're gonna start moving towards ESG investing for our clients and future clients. That's environmental, social, and governance type investing. We're very excited to finally allow our clients to invest their values alongside their money, and in fact, do well by doing good. All right, we're also excited to have these Zoominars as we've had for the past, I don't know, two and a half months or so. Um, we meet with experts that we would typically refer people that have expertise that we don't, and today is no exception. We've got Miss Gail Mather. <laughs> I wish it was Miss Gail Mather. Miss Gail Morgan, who's here with us today from the Mather. And uh, we saw her bio a little bit in the newsletter. I, I just think it's so exceptional when you've got someone who's been in an industry, in a profession, in a community for 30 years plus. You know they have to know what they're doing. And especially because Gail's been in business development, you don't get to be in business development if you don't know what the competitor is doing. You can't succeed. And so we've got a great opportunity for someone who's actually survived being in business development, has grown firms along the way, and is now bringing your expertise or has been bringing it to the matter for the past 14 years to add to the other years and the other institutions she's been with. But before she talks about the matter, Gail, I really want to know what hiking in the Arizona desert is all about. How does one do that? As you said, you did this morning, just give us a synopsis of how you survive and then still look great at about noon your time. I, I think the key is you freeze your water overnight. So you start out on the trail with like three frozen water bottles, always a stick because it is snake season. And um, in addition to snakes, there are bobcats and coyotes and wild javelinas. So you always keep your eye up and plenty of water and um, just adapt. Just adapt. Okay. All right. So frozen water, snake sticks, and then we'll survive. All right. That okay. sounds about right. How about you just tell us about the matter and we might just invest our time with that instead. Absolutely. So uh, the matter organization is almost 80 years old. 
And we are a not-for-profit organization that started to create ways to age well, which is turned into three areas of focus, which is our senior housing division. In addition to that, we also have our Institute on Aging, which does nothing but study ways to age well. And we have our community initiatives. I've been with Mather about 15 years now, and I have to admit I was uh, 21 years old when I wandered into a skilled nursing center looking for a part-time job while in college, and I haven't left the industry. But during that time, I've seen three new products such as assisted living, memory support. None of those existed 30 some years ago when I started in the industry. Um, so it's been a real joy to be with some of the industry leaders, especially Mather, as we help to craft this industry. Terrific, terrific. I mean, I'm, I'm not surprised. I got to meet one of your compatriots, Rachel, uh, some time ago, and she just told me great things about the Mather and uh, so excited to have you here and to share a little more. I did a little research on the firm and you can find this if you search hard enough, uh, Mr. Alonzo Mather, who, um, gosh, was just a passionate entrepreneur over the years. Uh, this is taken from the Chicago Tribune from 1998, way back then, before things like the coronavirus. And it stood out to me that he developed this late in his life, age 85. And the whole purpose was to ensure that elderly women uh, basically weren't out on the street. So um, pretty neat. He was ahead of his time uh, when it comes to um, protecting women and, uh, and others. So exciting to have someone that's representing this firm uh, so many years later. Uh, unique that this organization is a nonprofit. Uh, came out of Chicago. So um, just a, a unique organization. And I'm hoping that both the listeners that are here now and the people that watch the replay later learn a little bit about a unique type of senior living. So let's get a little into that. Uh, let's find out about this senior living thing, or I guess just code for nursing homes. Is that what we're talking about, Gail? I, I promise you it is not. Um, however, with especially some of the things going on in the world right now, you're hearing the word nursing home, healthcare facility, health center, you're hearing that and it's, it's creeping across a variety of different um, licensed pro providers. A nursing home truly is 24 hours a day, skilled nursing. You need the support of a professional staff, nurses and caregivers to continue your day. And so what we're talking about is senior living, of which perhaps nursing home is the, the five the final quadrant of that uh, category. But um, I like to say, if you think you know what a retirement community is, or if you think you know what a skilled nursing center is, throw it out the door and then learn about the matter because it truly is a disruptor in the industry. Um, so, but we are definitely not closed for nursing homes. Okay, all right, that, that's good to know. I mean, as a financial planner, we talk about the future and, and so many times people are worried about that that's all it is. It's not, that's all it is. Um, all right, well tell us then, what are the actual options for senior living? Great, um, if you could go to the next slide, that'll, that will help with everyone perhaps having a visual too. Okay. So the, the quadrant is senior living. And within senior living, there's a variety of lanes. So if you think of the skilled nursing nursing home, 
That is the most need-driven product and service out there. No one just says on their 65th birthday, hey, I'm going to retire to a skilled nursing center. That is 100% need-driven. You need a doctor's order to even reside in a nursing home, typically for a rehab or a long-term disability. Back it up to where would that 60-year-old wake up one morning and say, I want to be there. I'm tired of maintaining this house. I'm tired of changing the air filters, cutting the grass, cleaning the pool. So the first area within senior living is active adult communities. You typically must be 55 or older to live there. There's very little service and there's zero healthcare component. So it could be a condominium, it could be small single family homes, maybe there's a clubhouse, and perhaps there's some residents that put together some gathering, but there really is no service with the exception of perhaps they take care of the grounds for you. But it's really easy, you live with like-minded people. Everyone there is 55 or better, everyone there is, is basically you know, child-free, empty nester, and there are some services. That is completely what we like to say want driven. The next step is exactly what the Mather is. And the Mather is what is known as a life plan community. Some people also know the verbiage of the continuing care retirement community. That is typically a individual, um, like a patio home or an apartment style home. And when you move into this community, you have a whole list of services, restaurants with some culinary included, you have housekeeping, there's a fitness center, a swimming pool, some may have pickleball or a golf course, um, you have housekeeping, your utilities, it's typically a one monthly fee includes your utilities and your meals, all of those services. However, on the same campus or in the same building as the Mather, there is an assisted living community, a memory support care community, and a skilled nursing center. So when you move to a life plan community, you are now having um, an enhanced lifestyle because there's at the Mather, for example, there's four restaurants, there's a bar, there's takeout, there's delivery, there's housekeeping, personal trainers in the fitness center. So you're enhancing your lifestyle, but you're pre-planning that should you need care or service, it's going to be a part of the life care program and on site at the life plan community. You do have to be medically, physically, and, and financially healthy to move to a life plan community. So some people, they don't take that route and they find themselves down the road needing some supportive living. So the next lane is assisted living and even there's some rental retirement communities. So assisted living is you need three meals a day provided for you. You may need some help in and out of the bathtub. Maybe your medications need monitored for you. You don't drive anymore. So you really are there to keep as independent as possible by having the additional supportive services. There's a second phase of assisted living known as memory care, which is everything I described plus additional care and support for those dealing with Alzheimer's and dementias. 
And then of course, we're back to the skilled nursing, which is the 24 hours a day, you need licensed skilled nursing from a professional nurse or caregiver to get through your day. So that, that kind of is a good description of the, the lane of senior living. So what I'm hearing, Gail, is number one, life plan communities, which is where the Mather kind of fits in. It's not only two, it's actually sort of three steps away from this nursing home idea. True. It is at least three steps away because you are enjoying a, a wonderful, active, independent lifestyle. So if we take the Mather in this lane, for example, there's a huge private fitness center, indoor pool. There's a exercise studio for Pilates and yoga, the bar, the restaurants, the educational courses, the transportation. So that truly is enjoy your retirement. Enjoy the dickens out of it. Live in an urban setting and, and truly enjoy your day and enhance your lifestyle. We like to say that it's not retirement, it's requirement. So if you take the list and you cross off home maintenance and, and housekeeping and taking your dry cleaning in, if you cross all those monotonous to-dos off your list, because we're doing them, so now you have time to take the art class, to take up sculpting or playwriting, or we have a improv troupe at one of our communities, dancing. Um, they, many of our folks go back and teach a class or they mentor young students. So, we offer the requirement by taking care of the have-tos, they can go ahead and design the lifestyle. But they have the peace of mind of knowing that there's that assisted living, memory support, and skilled nursing. So they have pre-planned that should the unexpected happen, they know where the care will be given and what it will cost. Well, thank you, Gail. And I think you've started touching on the next couple of questions. Um, if you could maybe more fully describe what that full service wellness kind of living is, and, and I, I'm sure that's aligned with the Mather because it, it's in that category. Sure. I, I think you might have a slide that actually shows oh. um, the, the wellness wheel. And so when we approach a, a day at the Mather, we want there to be the opportunity for all of our residents to pursue some area of wellness because we know whole person wellness is important for our, our longevity, our good health, our, our strong mental attitude. So we try to be certain that every single day there is a list of opportunities for each resident. The physical wellness, we have a private uh, fitness center with an indoor pool, We've got the exercise studio, full circuit training. So our gym is equipped with Kaiser equipment, which is the same exact equipment that the nationals and the whatever they're called today, <laughs> the, the red tails, I think. Yeah, almost, um, right? It's, okay. it's, it's officially the Washington football team. That's what they The start. Washington football team. <laughs> yes. It's the same exact equipment the Washington football tra team trains on. Okay, um, if it's good enough for a professional athlete, the reason they choose it is because it gets you in top shape and it does it without injury, the most minimum injury. That's what our fitness center has. We have trainers that will help you. We have over 93% of our residents across the country have a personal fitness program. And we know it helps with longevity, quality of life, social. Whether you want to learn Zoom, or you want to help teach a class, mentor a student, 
uh, do the play reading I mentioned. Um, I just am infatuated with our improv troops because these are just hysterical people that have um, um, never seen themselves as Saturday Night Live, but suddenly they are. Um, it's for the social, spiritual, we offer all types of spiritual support. Occupational, we have residents that many of our residents continue to work. Um, but we put together a program every day that someone can help build their personal wellness. Um, beyond that, there's even a day spa where you can get a one-on-one um, -on -one education on mindfulness or meditation or get your B12 shot that week or meet with a nutritionist to work on anti-inflammatory uh, eating. So it, it's really whole person. Okay, so from what I understand, when I'm over 55, I can be a professional athlete. Um, I can also be as funny as the people on SNL, hopefully circa 80, 90s, maybe not today. Um, and I'm gonna have pretty much everything else I need. All right, good to know, good to know, that's, that's helpful. <laughs> you know, as long as you're making promises and all. Um, well, it sounds like a lot of stuff. And I know with the clients that I work with, they are thinking about this time of life. That's, that's why they hire financial advisors. But this idea of affordability comes in there and this idea of trade-offs comes in too. I mean, why am I doing this and, and, and exactly how do I afford this? So how can a pre-retiree, someone who may be in their late 40s, early 50s, starting to make plans with financial advisors, how can they get on the road to maybe affording this? What a, what a great question because the saddest thing is when someone wants to continue that, that luxury living, which just includes a, a, a fun lifestyle with travel and adventure and, and good dining and so on, but they haven't planned well. So what we like to say is that what a life plan, and we are a life care community, allows you to do is to first of all protect your assets because none of us have a crystal ball. But when you come to a community such as the Mather, future health care is included. So when you're looking at the crystal ball and they're saying, so, so Jason, what might I need for the next 25 years? Well, you may say to them, well, gosh, you know, if you stay in your own home and your husband needs five years of dementia care and you need six years of home health, and I'm sure you have a, a list of, of programs that you help them through of what that might cost them. If you look at coming to a community like the Mather, if no matter what happens, I, I always like to say February 28th, 2029, we don't have a massive stroke on our calendar. But what if that happens? Well, that, that very first topic we started with skilled nursing, right now in a private suite in skilled nursing is about $13,000 a month. And you're likely to be there over two to three years. So you could see how it could deplete one's assets. So the life plan community helps you plan that should that occur, you've already incorporated it and it's not necessarily going to cost extra dollars. So I would say to plan for it is look for the lifestyle you want. The Mather is on the extreme end, okay? And the Mather is a luxury lifestyle. It's for the top 25% of the demographic. There's a lot of other opportunities. You know, it's the same reason some people like to live on a farm and some people like to live in downtown in a condo. There's something for everyone. But the lifestyle at the Mather will protect your quality of life 
and that luxury, the bar, the four restaurants, the fitness training, and so on. However, in addition, should the need arise for any of those skilled nursing, assisted living, or memory support, it's virtually included without having the extra cost. Um, but I want, to, I want to say, in my own personal experience, the finances are critical. They're not what is most important. They just, they are not. Think about, you know, so many people say, well, gosh, I have long-term care insurance and that'll take care of it. Long-term care insurance doesn't keep you under the same roof. My dad was 65 when he was diagnosed with Alzheimer's. And over the next five years, we went the gamut of home health, adult daycare, skilled nursing, you name it. The worst part was for the last six months of my dad's life, he was separated from my mom by 30 miles of icy roads. And my mom couldn't get to him. She paced a, a hole in the carpet. My dad didn't have settled nights. We would have paid anything if they had been under the same roof. So when you look at a community like the Mather, you have to look at the intangibles. The other thing is when someone is looking at how do they prepare, one of the finest gifts that your clients can ever give their family is to self-determine what their future will be. You know, I, I have very few regrets in my life, but one of them is I don't know what my dad wanted because no one expected at 65 Alzheimer's. So when you look at a community such as the Mather, a life plan, a life care community, in a time of total non-crisis, you are deciding what your future lifestyle will be and how you will pay for that. And that's a huge gift to, to your family. So don't just look at the finances, which are critical, and I will leave how they plan to have enough money on your lap. But I think where they want to spend that part of their retirement should be a whole picture choice. Well, you mentioned Alzheimer's, which is so unpredictable and you know, terrible that you had to face that as a family with your dad as young as 65. My father passed away at 65, which was also incredibly young, incredibly surprising. I just read an article this morning that now uh, scientists are, are, they're about two or three years out from being able to diagnose it in your 40s and 50s. Now, diagnosis no cure, right? So what's the good news about that? The good news about that is if you can diagnose it much earlier, you can do the kinds of studies that people do on heart disease and cancer for preventative sakes and everything else, but it starts with diagnosis. And so there, there is a future out there. It's a little bit further out. Um, but two or three years from now, we maybe can, the kind of clients that we deal with, people in their 40s and 50s, um, certainly may have the opportunity to diagnose this early and then extend life, which will be important. Um, one thing I'd like to underscore that you mentioned, and I think so many people don't get this point. I'm not sure that I even got this point until I, until I spoke with Rachel McLean, uh, one of your compatriots, was that idea of continuous care. I look at, as a financial planner with clients, I look at and say, wow, you're, you're charging this XYZ amount. And so the, the family sells their home, um, they go into this institution, and you know, then they're paying this monthly sort of fee there. And then what happens later? I guess one of the big differences is if they do need that nursing home care, which is at the end of that chain, they're able to get that and there isn't an extra cost. Whereas if you're staying in your own home, 
that extra cost is just sort of waiting for you. Am I, am I getting that right? No, you're, you're absolutely right. If you, if you use my mom and dad, my mom was in a 3,800 square foot house on five acres. And um, she had all of those costs continue. Yet my dad then needed nursing care. So one of the biggest things is a misnomer that, oh, your father has Medicare, it will cover it. Medicare actually covers a phenomenally small portion of skilled nursing. So that's that price that if my dad needed, you know, three years of skilled nursing at 10 to $13,000 a month. Meanwhile, my mother still is in the, you know, the large home and she still had all the upkeep, the insurance, she still had a small mortgage because they moved late. Um, so the cost is, is more than quadruple and it eats away at that nest egg. When you are in a life care community, parallel that too, if my mom and dad had been at the Mather, my mom would have stayed in her two bedroom apartment on the 18th floor. My dad would go to the third floor and receive the 24 hour skilled nursing. The only additional costs would be his additional meals. Because when you choose life care, it includes unlimited future care. So it protects lifestyle, but it also protects the assets. We actually have a, a couple in our Arizona community, and they moved in 12 years ago. And they were in a 2,200 square foot villa home and paying about $5,000 a month for two of them. It's Arizona, keep in mind, it's, it's lower. Um, Three years ago, Mrs. needed to go to skilled nursing. So she went to the nursing center in a private suite. They still are paying $5,000 a month, but they're paying an extra $200 a month for her additional meals. Last year, Mr. needed to go. So now they're in suites next to each other and they're still paying the 5,000, but they're paying about $500 a month more for their meals. So wow. as a couple, they're in two skilled nursing suites paying 6,000. If they had stayed in their own home, they would have all the cost and their kids would now be trying to sell the home and, and they would each be paying about $12,000 a month in a skilled nursing suite. So 24,000 versus 6,000. And it's all because they pre-planned in 10 years ago when they were active and healthy and independent and financially solid, they qualified to move in for the life care. And they were close together, which is another delta, right? Exactly. They, their doors are, are next to each other, but they didn't want to be together. No, right? they, no. They married 55 years. They were like, yeah, this is good. Our doors can be next to each other. That's good enough, right? I had uh, one of the, uh, the folks at my church was celebrated from the pulpit because they were married 70 years and he sat like a few pews behind me so after the service is over i walked back there and i said oh you shake your hand congratulations and he's like thanks and he's like here's the 70 more and he just looked at me <laughs> he's like hey i've done my time <laughs> at least i get an angel or something after this um pretty pretty interesting thank you for giving us some of the numbers because that's very helpful and you mentioned Medicare not covering long-term care. We talked to clients about that. Um, there's of course Medicaid, but that's really the, the worst case scenario because now you're being sent wherever uh, the government sends you. And it could be a hundred miles, it could be 150 miles to find a bed for you. Isn't that right? That, that's ex 
exactly right. And very little Medicaid covers assisted living. So Medicare and Medicaid are focused on the most needy, which is the skilled nursing. Some government programs, not exactly Medicaid, will cover assisted living. But like you said, there's a very long wait list and it is, you know, it, it, you don't get the option of generally choosing that location. Um, it is, for example, our, even our skilled nursing centers are all private suites. At a Mather community, you will never share space. Yet, if you need skilled nursing in a Medicaid center, it could be two to three or four people in a suite. So they're, they're very different, um, so to speak. I, I should mention, I mentioned Medicaid, and most all of senior living is privately covered. It is not covered. Some long-term care insurances, and there are the new hybrid insurances that will help you pay for some assisted living and skilled. They will even pay you if you're using those services at the Mather, if you happen to have that. Got there it. is a second fee at the Mather, at most every life plan community, which is a entrance fee. And most people think of it as they do sell their home, and typically the equity in that home parlays into the entrance fee. So a home has an entrance fee. They start at 660000 at the Mather in 2023. When you pay that entrance fee, that helps keep our monthly fees lower because we're not carrying debt service and so on. It's also important to know that for estate planning or future planning, when a resident leaves the Mather, they will receive 90% to the penny of that entrance fee back. So you also know, I mean, Jason, if you're working with clients and they're like, well, you know, what, how do I get that money back? It's in yeah. a maximum of 180 days. Again, the kids don't have to fly in from Sheboygan and sell the home. They don't have to interview realtors. They simply know in a maximum of 180 days, they will get that 90% transferred back to wherever the resident told us to send it. Um, wow. okay. Also, we, we've had really good fortune of people living long. When you live in a life plan community, it's a kick. And you live a longer, healthier, active life. Um, if you have the good fortune of outliving your resources, you do stay on scholarship. So it's also, if mom and dad are at the Mather, the kids are not going to have to have that meeting in 15 years saying, okay, well, if we each can pay $2,000 a month, we can help mom and dad continue on because lucky mom's 100. Um, so it is also reassuring that if they do have that, our, our one resident was 112 and um, she didn't plan to live 112, but she enjoyed every minute of it. Wow. And so let me let me highlight those because I want to make sure I got that straight. If you live in the Mather, as an example, for at least 180 days, then later on, when you no longer are living, your beneficiaries are going to get 90% of that home value? So um, the 180 days is the refund time. So let's say somebody moves in on January 1st of 2023. Okay. <laughs> um, in the first six months, if they move out, they get more than 90% back. But from the six months on, no matter how long they live there, they, when they move out, they will get 90% back in a maximum of 180 days. So the longest they okay. will wait 
for that 90% to be put back into their refund is 180 days. Got it. And, and for anyone listening, I apologize if it looks like I'm sticking on bullet point number five or six here, but I find the cost to be incredibly important. And so uh, now I'm hearing and understanding something that I didn't understand before, which is exactly why we work with experts in the field. Uh, because there's just stuff that we can't know, even as financial professionals. Um, this idea of, all right, I'm selling my house, $600,000. Um, I'm, I'm throwing it over here to this entity. You know, it almost feels like a timeshare. Like, where, what am I actually buying? But I'm actually living here all year, so it's not just a vacation. Um, and let's assume I'm there for a couple of years. 180 days is six months. So let's assume I'm there for a couple of years. I pass away. Um, the kids now within another six months will get that, um, get exactly, essentially the majority of that back. They get 90% back. You know, if they sold the house themselves, they would have paid 3% to a realtor and title fees and everything else. And so 90% is not a bad deal. Now you lose appreciation. If they're there for 10 years, you'll lose that. Um, but typically beneficiaries aren't thinking about those nuances as much as they're thinking about simplicity. And so it sounds like there is a simplicity factor to, um, to basically taking your asset, sitting it with the Mather. If I go up on the slide, um, I think it was interesting. I kind of buried it in here, but you know, the Mather is a nonprofit. It's sitting on a half a billion dollar endowment. And I guess that's where it gets its endowment money from, uh, sitting on these assets. Is that right, Gail? Absolutely. So it's strong. And that leads us to that next question. So for those listening who are tired of this topic, I'll get to your next question now, which is essentially, um, what should they watch out for? People are worried um, that they get into a, an organization like this and it fails. And so there goes their, their investment and there goes their roof. Tell us right. what people should look out for and how they should screen organizations like the Mather or others. I, I think the best thing you can look out for is someone else making your decisions. Um, Believe me, I, I would have done the best for my dad, but I would never have made my dad's decision. So the first thing is to take ownership and make your own determination of what your future is. You know, it's like, you know, we've all sent, well, some of us have sent kids off to college. None of them sat there and let us pick the school, pick the major, pick the dorm mate and enroll them. You know, you have to participate. Um, you can't wait. You just, the longer you wait, the harder it will be on others and the less likely you are to like your, your outcome. Um, so I think first watch out for avoidance. For, for some reason, when we hit 70, we, we tend to start thinking like the 16 year old, it couldn't happen to me, it won't happen to me, mm. I have plenty of time, your dad passed away at 65, mine mm -hmm. had a devastating mm -hmm. diagnosis at 65. So yeah. the first thing to watch out for is avoidance, looking the other way, hard conversations. If you're a couple, you know, what does uh, your wife want? What does your husband want? But I think the first thing is to look out for avoidance and then do your homework and find out truly, you know, like I said, if any of you, what we're seeing is a lot of the boomers have had parents in retirement communities. It's like that commercial, it's not your father's Buick. Today's retirement communities, no matter where they are on that lane, are not what they were 25 years ago. You know, the boomers are designing the Mather and Tysons. The boomers are defining the Mather and Tysons. So do yourself 
the, the service of learning what is out there so that you, you don't keep avoiding it because the longer you wait, your options get smaller and smaller. Think about those, those four or five columns. The longer you wait, you're crossing off active adult. You're crossing off life plan. So it's kind of like, you know, my daughter got married a couple of months ago and we looked at seven stores to buy a, a gown. Okay, what if we had waited and we only had two stores to look at? we might have been really sad. So the longer you wait in making a plan, educating yourself, considering what you want that lifestyle to look at, you're just shrinking down your options. And it would be so sad to spend the last 15, 20 years of your life in your fourth choice, you know? So, so I think to watch out for is doing nothing and not educating yourself. Well, thank you. And, and for those who are listening, know that Gail initially called her presentation The Joy of Planning, which I, I thought was uh, terrific. I've got a book called The Joy of Financial Planning. And so we're all on the same team here about planning ahead for basically your best life. And that, that includes like post 70 to whenever, um, what's that life going to look like? It's, it's an important plan. And I'm so glad that Gail sort of you know, flared that up for us. I mean, I'm thinking about it. I'm old enough to start thinking about planning for it, right? So that's that's the reality uh, that we're actually, most of us are old enough to start thinking about planning for it, having the conversation. So let's go to that last bullet point. How do we begin conversations with people, even when we might be decades out from starting? Right. Um, I, You know, the best thing is to ask yourself the very first question. So always start with yourself and are you, um, are you brutally honest with yourself and are you willing to start looking at what you want the next two or three components of your lifestyle to look like? Um, you know, we all bought a house or I bought a house at some point in time based upon the neighborhood. I wanted a cul-de-sac for my kids to play in. And then I bought a house where I didn't want kids in the cul-de-sac. Okay. <laughs> and so we, we all look at that, but, but we kind of stop. So ask yourself the first question, do you want to be in an urban setting where you can, you know, run out and jump on the Metro or do you want to be on a golf course? Do you want space? Do you want urban or do you want, you know, a, a yard to still, you know, mess around in? Look at that. And then be fair and be honest and ask yourself, if something happens, what's my plan? So if you decide to stay in that single family home, you know, my mother spent 20 years beyond my father's passing in that, that 3,800 square foot home. It ended up that she was living on one floor of the three story house. The dining room was converted into a bedroom. Um, somebody had to come do her laundry because it was in the basement. It was not a great experience. And she, when she stopped driving, she was so isolated. I called her one day and I said, what are you doing? She said, well, I'm yelling. And I said, why? She goes, because I keep talking to this house and it just won't answer. <laughs> um, yeah. She was so isolated and cut off. But she thought the best thing to do was stay in that home. So be fair. Do you love people? Do you want to learn new things? Do you want to continue to travel? 
Um, you know, do you want to stay in your neighborhood that you have church and your doctors and, and really look at that, ask what you want to leave behind. You know, one of the things that people love about the entrance fee program is that no matter what, it leaves a 90% refund, which is a guaranteed nest egg. So, you know, look at, at do you want to protect your assets? And then just in today's world, like we're all doing this Zoom, start letting your fingers do the walking. Um, the Mather.com will tell you about rental retirement, life plan, and then just Google. Just Google in your area and start looking at what's out there and get an idea. Um, the other thing I find is once you open your receptors and you start listening for it, you're suddenly gonna hear about friends whose parents are making the choice, our clients are making the choice and really dig in and ask them why they've chosen to go where they have. So talk to yourself first and then everyone else and learn as much as you can. And online is a great resource. And Gail, you're in business development, so we can reach out to you too, right? Absolutely. I am happy. You know, the Mather is coming to Tyson's where we started construction. We'll be opening in 23 but you, you shared my information and I'm happy to help anyone in the right direction. That's terrific. I mean, not only people on their own, but even other financial planners um, may want to start incorporating, yes, the estate planner, yes, the tax account, also the senior living specialist, perhaps. Um, Absolutely. It seems like that makes much some sense. And it's funny, for those of us who've, uh, who have Disney Plus, and have been watching Hamilton for the first time. Uh, Mrs. Hamilton lived 50 years beyond Alexander Hamilton. So she probably would have liked something like the Mather as well. Uh, so let's, let's keep all that in mind. Well, um, our, our time has, uh, has certainly flown by. I'm gonna stop the share and everyone get ready for big faces uh, back at you. Uh, thank you so much, Gail Morgan, for being a part of this discussion. I learned some things listening to you and got some of my questions answered. So that's a benefit to my clients. You're sort of cascading and helping people today, regardless of whether they were on this presentation. Before we go, can you just leave us with something that, you know, we should all walk away from? I think I have a guess as to what it might be, but what should we walk away from this presentation and go and actually do as a first step? I think um, start the conversation with yourself, whether it's for yourself, whether it's for a client, whether it happens to be for your parents if they're of age and ask, what do you want the last 25 years of their life to be like? And assuming you want it to be excellent, then start to look the research now for cost and location. Start the conversation with yourself. That's a good one. And uh, we cannot go without having Rachel speak up and say hello. She's the one that connected us. Rachel McLean from The Mather. Mm -hmm. Hi everyone. <laughs> <laughs> thanks Jason. This has been really wonderful and thanks for guiding the conversation so masterfully. I think you hit on a lot of really important points. Well, well, thank you for bringing us together. It would not have happened without your help, your expertise, and without you staying connected. Here's, here's one for networks. Your network is your net worth, I always tell people. So thank you for staying connected. Uh, Gail Morgan, Senior Vice President, 30 years in the business, crazy Arizona hiker. Thank you so much again for being with us and teaching us a thing or two.